It's the best of the worst B-movie breakdown 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 Welcome to the second ever episode Second ever? Second ever. We'll, second ever. We'll never have another second episode. Second ever. Unless next week we just do episode two again. <laughs> we'll do the director's cut. <laughs> with, uh, with a totally different movie. With Hayden Christensen instead of, uh, what's his name? And <laughs> Well, there's no Hayden Christensen that's going to be here next week replacing either of us. And uh, speaking of that, I'm Corey. I'm DRC. And this is the B-Movie Breakdown. It's a weekly podcast where we find humor and enjoyment in low-budget and lesser-known films of the past and present. And this week, our movie is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> uh, coming off the heels of Troll 2, a little less exciting, but still uh, a classic B-Movie in the eyes of many. Especially uh, the Juggalos. Especially the Juggalos. Uh, before we get started, as you may have noticed, our theme song in the beginning it's, uh, was written and created by Jonathan Mann. He does a song a day on YouTube. You can go on youtube.com slash man. His website, jonathanman.net. Follow him on Twitter at man. And he also has a podcast himself called Always Making. We record this at the Three Rivers Art Council facility in Minook, Illinois. They're a nonprofit organization dedicated to the arts in the greater Minook Shannon area. So if you want to donate some money and support the arts, go to 3 rivers arts.org. Also, Jonathan Mann has been cast as one of the new robot masters in the upcoming Mega Man 11. That's not true. I bet he wishes it was true because he used to be a uh, game Jew on the internet. So Jonathan Mann. <laughs> it's just a, a a robot with the face of that kid from Jerry Maguire, <laughs> Jonathan Lipnicki. Well, he could call on any Jonathan ever. So he could be that kid. He could be Jonathan from Who's the Boss. Jonathan Taylor be, Thomas. Oh, yep. Or you could even be serial killer Jonathan from the canceled ABC soap opera Loving, who made a deal with the devil and got evil supernatural powers. Oh, so he could and be... all this happened on ABC daytime back in the eighties <laughs> for real. He used to, so he can uh, be characters as well. He doesn't have to be oh, real yeah. people. Any Jonathan? I assumed he had to be real people. No, all any right. Jonathan's fair game. All That's right. where the Jonathan man power comes from. All right, so we know the Jonathan man power. I wonder what Megan Man's going to be using that for a later, later level. <laughs> having to disguise himself as a Jonathan. Uh, speaking to clubs. of following all those people and going to their websites, you can go to our website, bmbpodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter, at bmbpodcast. You can find us on Facebook and like us, facebook.com slash bmbpodcast. Uh, you can email us with suggestions for movies, uh, reviews of movies that you, if you've seen some of the ones we're covering, uh, or anything else you want to let us know about, or if you like the podcast or anything else. Uh, bmbpodcast at gmail.com also uh, tell your friends to subscribe on iTunes that's what helps us out the most and uh, leave us a review and if you leave us a review we'll probably read it on here and give you a shout out so that's pretty sweet as well uh, so we can get started now Killer Clowns from Outer Space spelled with two K's of course yes I don't know why they had to have clowns with a K because it coincided with killer uh, that's the only way I could think 
Maybe they wanted to go for like a racist joke, but they couldn't come up with a K synonym <laughs> for outer space <laughs> or from. <laughs> oh, prepositions, you win again. Well, this movie was made by the Kyoto Brothers. That's one of the first thing I noticed in the credits. Uh, I mean, we get this like metal punk '80s sounding uh, take on the circus. Your typical circus theme. It's bam, 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 It's like we're killer clowns, and it goes on for way too long. Oh yeah, that, that song, <laughs> and then it comes out in the credits again. I was like, no, the full song. Yeah, the full. I song. watched all the credits. It is a full song. I felt like the full song was already in the beginning until I got to <laughs> no. the credits. But uh, I noticed it was made by everybody's name attached to this movie, whether it was writing, producing, whatever, it was Kyoto. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, this is a Kyoto family production. And then I realized, I thought about it, there was a band named Kyoto's, and they were actually named after these uh-huh. uh, people who made this movie. I never really put yeah. that together before. His brother has also worked on ABC's 90s remake of Land of the Lost in like 91, 92. The. Like ABC Saturday morning mm-hmm. version yep, of it? Yep, yep. Hmm, I remember that. It was, uh, wow, that's a weird connection. I, I didn't bother to really look them up to see what else they did uh, other than this. I know this is the only movie they ever directed, so... Oh, they're supposedly going to be making a sequel to this next year in <laughs> yeah. 3D. Yes, I can't... <laughs> Seriously, I can't wait. One thing I feel about this movie, before we go anywhere, this movie, if done correctly, I guess... Could have been really intense and really scary. Oh, yeah. Like, I think the concept, the concept alone is, like, it, uh, I mean, it was made after this, but, I'm, I mean, nowadays, I mean, uh, after something like that, clowns are always kind of a scary thing, and I think if if they had done this right, this movie could have definitely been really terrifying, especially if they just wipe out the entire town of Crescent Grove, California. Yeah, and nobody seems to mind at all because the two dipshits from the ice cream truck and the cops survived. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, you guys? Okay. They literally just wipe out this entire town. That's the whole plot of the movie. These clowns uh, come. It's one of your very typical 80s uh, spaceship meteorite flying overhead scenes and it crashes on a farm. I mean, that's happened in plenty of movies. So, I mean, Critters, that's one of them I can think of. Oh, they also worked on Critters, I believe. Really? Well, there we go. Another connection. They didn't have a good uh, page of credits on their wiki page, but I looked them up on IMDb, and I believe they were involved in Critters. Hmm, Well, there we go. She's the same thing. Something's (laughs) crashing on a farm. So, yeah, these aliens crash on a farm. They're clowns. They look like clowns, and they're some sort of alien species. They're They're very tall, except for the one. Yeah, and they fly around in a giant spaceship that looks like a tent and a top at the same time. Well, it's a big top when it's landed, and then when it gets up, it's a top that looks like a big top, and it's a top, top. Ha, 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 big (laughs) top, top to top. Well, my whole thing while watching this movie was that the people of Crescent Cove, California, (laughs) have to be some of the dumbest people ever. Uh, maybe not... Okay, the the two main characters in this movie are Mike Tobacco. Yes. yes that's like, his last name. That needs Tobacco. to be like a skeezy wrestler from the <laughs> 80s. Oh, here comes Mike Tobacco to take on Randy Savage. Or, or, or nowadays, since there's a wrestler called R-Truth, there's that whole Truth campaign, <laughs> they can have Mike Tobacco fight R-Truth. <laughs> and they can, they can coincide with the whole anti-smoking campaign and get on their side since they're all family-friendly now. 
Oh, no, I, I feel like the better thing to do would have Archer get corrupted and come out smoking a mouthful of cigarettes each time. Or have his imaginary friend, little Jimmy, smoking... Little Jimmy! No! <laughs> he's smoking cigarettes, and there's just like a string hanging down yeah. from a cigarette. <laughs> now, that would be amazing. If only we were writing for the WWE. See, I think AJ should have been having her affair with little Jimmy, too. (laughs) (laughs) This is why you got fired, Missy. (laughs) For banging an imaginary friend. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh... So, Mike Tobacco and Debbie Stone. I'm surprised it wasn't Stoner. Yeah, these names are very, like, generic. Especially Debbie Stone, I feel like that's a very generic name. But what what do you what else do you get from a uh, like his one off '80s cheese fest we got going on? So these two are the main characters, and they're not the first to discover the clowns, but they see it fly overhead while they're on like the lookout makeout point. It's called the top of the world, not even makeout point or something that would make sense. And they keep referring to it throughout the movie. Even we're up at the top of the world. What the fuck? Even on the radio, the guy goes, for those of you on the top of the world, and he plays this, like, song that's not even, like, a sexy, like, make-out song. It was very... Maybe he was just trolling him. It just seemed like, it seemed like elevator music. I'm here to make you all lose your heart on. Yeah. It was basically elevator, like, jazz, like, soft jazz. Like, and it was really weird. Well, uh, what was weirdest to me was, even if this is a make-out point that everybody goes to, why is everybody's car, like, parked almost next to each other? <laughs> is this just, like, a weird, like, borderline swingers thing? Like, in a couple weeks, we might start swapping. Who knows? Yeah. Like, it's not like a full swap. They don't want to be in the same room. But we just like, want to start out hearing each other, then maybe move up to seeing each other, yeah, and then got, switcheroo. You know, you can see through the windows a little bit, and... Then maybe we'll start hopping cars, and maybe eventually <laughs> they'll go into a facility. I, I'm not really sure the uh, dynamics of this swingers group of Crescent Cove, California. Uh, we need to know more from the Kyoto brothers on their swinging uh, background. <laughs> well, uh, are we introduced before to Sergeant Mooney first? Is that the first character we're introduced to in the movie? I think so, yeah. He's, uh, he's walking around, obviously looking pissed that people are drinking. Sees a guy walking around with one of those very, very generic label products. It's just a white can with big, bold, black lettering that just says beer. <laughs> he takes a swig, then tries to hide it from the officer, and he just looks at him in total disgust. Like, <laughs> Beer, really? Yeah. You drink beer, you son of a bitch. Yeah, and uh, the, I wanted to bring up Officer Mooney right away, or Sergeant Mooney right away, because he was played by the same guy who, uh, John Vernon, who played Dean Warmer in Animal House. That's oh, like what he's most famous from playing. I is thought his Warmer. voice was familiar, but he was reminding me more of Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> yeah, he does have that same type of like deeper uh-huh. voice, but he, he definitely plays uh, a good bad guy. Oh, well, he arrests those two guys. That, is, that part is so ridiculous. He arrests these two guys for drinking. They're drinking wine, and he just keeps calling them scum and all this stuff like that. There's two college guys that are drinking wine together. I mean, I don't... Well, I just feel like he was recruited from the normal Illinois police department because they just seem <laughs> to despise everybody for drinking and being in college, too. Well, he well they told him you should have. He says like, you should. Why didn't you just drink on campus? Well, we live in the town. It's in the town. Why shouldn't we be able to walk around the town? No, get back to your ghetto, you scum. <laughs> yeah, he consistently calls them scum and farts. 
<laughs> you scum farts. You fart scums. You scum fart scums. So many times he called them farts. I was like, oh, what an insult. Even though later on he's like saying like, fuck you and stuff like that. But in the beginning he's being so like toned down. Farts, scum. Well, maybe he started off as moral, and this horrible, horrible night just pushed him over the edge, and now he's using. Real was this movie swears. rated R or was this PG thirteen? I feel like it was PG thirteen. I feel it, like it'd have to be R's just because they said fuck at least a few times. I think they only and, said it once. Really? Maybe not. I only remember the one that Mooney said, where he's like, "Fuck you, over." <laughs> Well, I know you're you're only allowed one fucking PG thirteen for some reason. Yeah, but that's now. I wonder if the same was back then. Huh. Okay. I guess it could be different. The the whole MP MPAA rating thing is just bullshit. And, and PG thirteen didn't come around till the mid eighties. Oh, really? Either because um, there's plenty of movies that probably should have been PG thirteen hmm. that are rated PG, like Jaws and. <laughs> other stuff like that with nudity and violence and stuff. So I'm sure movies, there's plenty of movies like that. Uh, well, these clowns land in this farm. And it is the guy who owns the farm is basically Doc from Fraggle Rock, but a hillbilly it, version. I don't think it was a farm. I think it was just out in the woods, and he was a oh. hillbilly that lived in a cabin up in the mountain there. But that guy reminded me of Do- a hillbilly oh, yeah. version of oh, Doc yeah. from Fraggle Rock. He and even had a dog yep. that was like the hillbilly sprocket. Well, I'll be hornswoggled. <laughs> and then he comes up on the tent. Well, I'll be greased and fried. <laughs> He's like, when did the circus come to town? This is the first example of how dumb these people in this town <laughs> And he's are. talking to the dog. Oh, maybe we could see a show there, buddy. Maybe they'll give some free tickets. Yeah. <laughs> so the dog gets captured by one. This is when we first see the clowns. Uh, the clowns sometimes look really awesome, and sometimes they look really dopey and stupid. Uh, I think they just look the same all the time. It's just what they end up doing in a particular uh, scene. Yeah, I, I don't mean necessarily their actions. I mean their facial expressions. I feel sometimes it's like stop motion face, and it looks kind of cool. And then sometimes the, when they're just like plain faced and not moving their mouths or anything, mm. they're just like, they're like just, especially when they walk. Well, it doesn't like help s- that they made them so like weird and like fat and bottom heavy, and <laughs> and then they're extremely tall and really slow. I don't know how they're going yeah. all over this town in one night. When they're trying everybody. to chase people, they're just walking around like dirt, dirt, dirt. That's what I mean. So how did they even make it to town in the course of this <laughs> night? That's what I said. They, they take off after the kids on foot. Yeah, when they first go out uh, after the kids, they walk past the sign that says Crescent Grove, like five miles or fifteen miles this way. And at this, and they're just like walking pace. so slow, kind of like, like throwing themselves into each step, like boom, boom. Basically, like, like basically, if all the fat people that ride around on scooters at Walmart were to get up and walk, they'd be walking like that. I was going to go with that or like Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. Very <laughs> slow, very just well, nonchalant. Just not like, much sense of getting where I'm going. <laughs> Might as well just kill myself. <laughs> oh, might as well just turn some people into cotton candy. <laughs> but I, and you'd think they would almost, you'd almost think they would talk that way, but they talked. In this very weird, like, computerized, it was like, like a talking. Little, little kids' cartoon, kind of like. <laughs> like <laughs> sometimes they were saying words, and sometimes they weren't. Yeah. The only thing that was really terrifying about them was their laugh, because yeah. it wasn't like it was like five clowns laughing at one time when one would laugh, and it was like this evil clown laugh 
And that that was actually pretty terrifying as far as things... Because, like, nothing really in this movie is terrifying or scary. There's not even any jumpy moments. No, there was the one. Oh, the one in the bathroom. I think... I would say that's probably the jump, one jumpy moment I can think of. I, oh, I didn't really get it from that. I got it from when... Uh, Officer Dave walks into the cell and he sees the one cocoon. He opens it and see the guy is like dead and bloody and dissolving. And then an arm drops down. Oh, yeah. It didn't happen too many times for being a horror movie. Though, I I wonder at the time where they... They had to have meant it to be a comedy horror movie. Oh, of course. Because it is is absolutely ridiculous. And it's become such a cult classic uh, today. One thing when, when Mike and Debbie... First, go into the tent. Uh, they because they'd seen it. One of the first people to see it as well. So they go. Oh, it must be the only people that seen it. The only people that really seen it land was Mike and Debbie and the old farmer. Because nobody else seen this giant yellow light flat. Because when it went over De- Debbie and Mike, it was like lit up their entire faces and everything. Yeah. So nobody else happened to see this giant yellow light fly over the city. Because nobody seems to believe that this is actually happening. Uh, everybody else is too busy with their makeout stuff. <laughs> and then the two brothers that pull up with the ice cream truck and their ridiculous perfect, little perfect place to sell ice to cream. Sell ice cream. We'll give you a stick. You give it a lick, and it'll tickle you all the way down. Yeah, stick a lick. That was the or lick a stick. That was the name of their uh, one fav, like famous ice cream they were trying to sell. Who knows? Hey, everybody want to stop having sex and eat some ice cream? Yeah. Well, really, they were trying to get laid themselves because they figured they could bribe fat chicks with ice cream. Well, I think they were looking for better looking chicks, and then only got fat chicks, and then they only wanted the popsicles and demanded to go home. I felt like they were just trying to bribe fat chicks with ice cream to have sex with them. It just didn't pan out. And then they mentioned going to the drive-through, and then the one guy's like, "What movie's playing?" They're like, they're they're pretty annoying characters. They were basically Bulk and Skull. (laughs) They were. So like, yeah, but brothers. Instead of uh, just best friends, and one wasn't morbidly obese and looked like Honey Boo Boo's mom. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> oh man, it's sad but true. Well, the clowns, I guess because they're aliens, they had ray guns. But I thought there could have been a more terrifying way for them to kill people than just shoot them with a ray gun that turned them into cotton candy. Inside the cotton candy, the people looked all bloody. But as far as when they got turned into cotton candy, it was just ah! and then they would just have a and pink turn thing into around like them. a pinkish purple light bulb, fuzzy <laughs> light bulb that they then pick up and carry back to their seventies swinger shack. I guess. Or it almost reminded me. Uh, remember that movie Terror Vision? Yes. That like that house they had was very crazy and stuff yeah. like on the inside. It wasn't as crazy as the inside <laughs> all of the weird tunnel. erotic art all over the place where his kid could see. <laughs> that's another great 80s... Uh, that was that movie I, I actually really loved. But that's another great 80s like kind of cult movie. Uh, but back to the killer clowns. Yeah, when they turn... And I didn't understand... When they turned, they turned all these people. The way they captured everybody was turning them into these cotton candy light bulb thingies. But except for Debbie, for some <laughs> reason, why did they want her so bad? Uh, like I they guess, made it a point to like really go after her. I guess they wanted to do a gang clown rape on her. Well, I mean, you that mentioned maybe the they were swinging at the swinger pad, so maybe they figured. But they had clown female clowns. They were just sick of them. 
Like, yeah, oh, they, they left them down in the ball pit. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's where you go when you're washed up in the alien clown sex universe. <laughs> you just all oh, down in the ball pit for you. <laughs> I can't imagine what kind of um, like diseases and whatnot are floating around that ball pit. No. <laughs> And other kinds of liquids and uh, other things. <laughs> clown, clown goo. Yeah, clown splooge everywhere. Yep. <laughs> and you know, when clowns splooge, they do about five times more on average. I just assumed it was confetti. <laughs> just like slightly stickier confetti. <laughs> So when those guys land in that ball pit later on, remember they, when they when they oh they're, they're they covered, in, covered in clowns, they they, come, they came out they were covered in confetti at the end. Uh, That's true. See, there we go. I guess they didn't get a happy ending after all. <laughs> or they did. Well, they did because they were covered in kisses all over. So I think they hooked up with those clown bitches down in the I ball pit. I don't know pit. if that's really something to brag about. Yeah, we <laughs> fucked a couple of alien clown cannibals. Like yeah, it was a bucket list bra. <laughs> and the clown, the clown women had enormous breasts. Yeah, balloons <laughs> that just kept expanding. Like huh? huh? It almost made me think of uh, Terminator Three. Like she can grow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, a funny little note on that that has nothing to do with this movie really, except for that is in the commentary for that Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Makes an, uh, a statement about how he feels that one day that women will be able to do that. Just have whatever kind of breast sizes they want. <laughs> and he's like, if you want bigger breasts, you'll just give bigger breasts. <laughs> this is what happens if I get elected president. I think it was one of the only movies Arnold Schwarzenegger ever did a commentary track on. That's probably why. <laughs> you just got a suicide track talking about women's breasts. It literally goes on for like about 15 minutes. Wow. the next scene, he's still talking about this whole women's breast thing. <laughs> Uh, see, we call that in the literary world foreshadowing. What were the name of the brothers? Uh, Terenzi brothers. No, yes. Yeah, never mind. It was always like uh, the one character, Mike, at one point, he goes, oh, What did he say? Whenever I want to have a good time, I call these guys. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like we get in all sorts of adventures. Adventures. He actually says that. <laughs> it's like, is this something you really want to tell your this girl you just started dating? <laughs> yeah, I hang out with two of the skeeziest guys in town all the time. <laughs> well, uh, there's like a, there's also this like weird love triangle thing going on with Debbie and Mike and her ex boyfriend Dave, who just so happens to be like the sheriff uh-huh. in the town, and uh, he. He was probably the smartest person in the town, I, mm-hmm. I feel. Like, he didn't believe things at first, because why would you believe clowns are going around, you know? But right. once he sees it, he kind of has, like, a smart way about himself. De- him and Debbie were probably the two smartest people in this entire town, because even in the beginning, Mike is extremely dumb. He's like, this must be a cotton candy factory. Let's just walk in here. He's like, this just be, must be a cotton candy factory that just popped up in our town overnight <laughs> that we've never seen before. Yeah, they just hang it out to dry here. I don't think anybody hangs cotton candy like this. Oh, sure they do. Yeah, because he's the cotton candy expert, apparently, of the whole town. Uh, 
But, but yeah. oh, another fun fact: there I, for all the juggalos out there, I remember there is an ICP song where they were talking about going down on chicks and calling their pubic hair cotton candy. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Probably some inspiration. This was the movie that inspired uh, the insane clown posse to become who the they are today. The carnival starts here with cotton candy. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, these people in this town are just so dumb. Like, okay, these clowns just start going around and killing people. And the way they kill people is just... I mean, sometimes they're just going up to people and shooting them with a laser. But other times it's like... Creating these ruses, these tricks, yeah. <laughs> and people believe him. Like the guy with the puppet show. Yeah. Like, what reason does that guy? And like, it has to be about midnight at this point. This puppet booth pops up out of nowhere. And a one puppet pops up and gets the guy's attention. Then another one pops up, and without actually saying any real words, they squabble. And one like pulls out a gun and vaporizes the other. So then the guy's like, oh, and then the big he's old laughing his ass off ass as clown. if it's the funniest yeah. thing he's ever seen in his entire <laughs> life. And he has to be at least like. In his like in like nineteen or twenty or so, he's yeah. like a college kid from the town. Maybe he was just stoned. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I guess we can assume that he was just really, really stoned or really, really drunk or something. But other than that, why else would this pique your interest walking around through the park at midnight? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and he zaps that guy. Then there's the pizza part where the clowns are delivering the pizza. Oh, of course, oh, I, I love the one house they go to. You see, like this really like trashy like. 80s pop art photo painting in the background and then the one chick with like proto hipster glasses answers the door and they're standing there with a box of pizza and she goes oh pizza like pizza's so mainstream like well i have some i have some gripes about this situation one did she not order this pizza and she opened the door anyways with, with clowns holding a pizza box and two if she did order the pizza doesn't she realize that her normal pizza guys don't normally look like clowns? So it's probably not a good idea to answer the door. Well, they did have that ice cream truck going around with a clown on top of it. They did have the local fast food chain Big Top Burger. <laughs> Maybe this is just a clown town as well as a college town. <laughs> Maybe it's a clown college town. There we go. That's why people were like, well, no. If it was a clown college town, then they would have believed that clowns were killing people it was that would have been more likely of a situation. Oh, just go with it, Corey. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. They were pretty dumb. Well, I guess that's how dumb they were. They couldn't put two and two together that the clowns... Oh, were. I feel it would be more like Mooney's position of clown college people killing people. No, clown college people just drink and do drugs. And are, they're scum fart degenerates. <laughs> They need to be locked up and have their asses kicked. And, and for some reason, they feel they like figure out to go door to door. I don't even understand how what these. This there one thing about this movie. There's never an explanation of why these clowns came to Earth. That yeah, they, there was. They were eating them. You saw at the end. He was drinking somebody's blood. Yeah, they were eating them. But that's the why they came straw. there just to eat people. They didn't do anything else. They only so, took people. So was this the first ever encounter? What were they eating before this? Well, don't you remember? Mike theorizes that, hey, maybe these guys were around since ancient times. They're ancient aliens, and we got our idea of clowns from them. <laughs> so so Mike obviously was one of the, the executive producers on Ancient Aliens on the History Channel I was just going to say, he's like best friends with that guy with the big hair that's always on there. I can't remember that guy's name. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. He's always like on all the memes It's a fucking stuff. Centauri haircut from Babylon 5. <laughs> yeah. That guy's a psycho. 
That's the only way to describe that guy. If you have a haircut like that, you're a psycho. <laughs> I want everybody to take me very seriously. So I poof my hair up into a peacock thing just to let everybody know how serious the situation is. When I'm talking about aliens, something that not everybody believes in, and I want them to believe in. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. So... Uh, yeah, I guess they just come here to eat people. It's a kind of a weird thing. They just kind of come and they just want to... I don't know, I just feel like this is the first time anybody's ever heard about this. It feels like... Like, if this, if, they've become, if they're ancient, they've been doing this forever, just coming to our planet, eating people forever. Why haven't we ever heard about this well, before? Well, if they're ancient and have been doing this forever, they probably know where all the really dumb towns are. And this time <laughs> they just miscalculated because yeah. they had the one. They, the one they, guy that knew what to do. Because they go door to door... They start going door to door to uh, capture people, and instead of just busting in the house, which would be way more terrifying for a horror movie, uh, no, yeah. we're just gonna go door to door, and hopefully these people answer and or are. When they try to capture Debbie later, you know, she hears Mike's voice at the door, and one of them is mimicking his voice. That was kind of scary. Then she shuts the door and goes to jump out the window, but then they're standing there with a little trampoline, like, "Here, we'll catch you. Not yeah. here, we'll kill you." Yeah, here we'll catch you, and we have little little kid firefighter hats on. Yeah, like, come on, <laughs> what? Yeah, like they can mimic voices. That's only ever used the one time in the entire movie. You'd think that'd become like a thing if it was like. A regular horror movie, yeah, they'd be like a thing that they would use, like the Predator or something. You, you know how mm-hmm. he, they use that, but no, just this one time, just to trick Debbie because they're so infatuated with Debbie for some reason. Well, sometimes you just gotta find a chick, put her in a balloon, take her back to your mothership big top thing, and run a train on her. Maybe, maybe on their home planet, they had just got a hold of Debbie Does Dallas, well, and then that's um, why they were obsessed there with we Debbie. Go. There we they go. They just wanted to get with Debbie to take her back to their swinger pad and have sex with her. Maybe they were hoping she was Debbie Harry, too. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that Debbie Harry was not that hairy. Well, I like to think the same thing about Demi Moore until I saw that picture. <laughs> Maybe Debbie Harry has even more than Demi Moore did. <laughs> like, you know, it starts, it goes all the way up her back. Oh, <laughs> No. Goes around, around, oh, and all God. the way up her back connects to her hair. Oh. Connects to the back of her neck to her hair. It's oh. <laughs> oh. You can just, just, just picture like the tails the aliens have, oh. like that. You know how they curl from the back. Oh, thank you, Corey. I don't think I'll be getting an erection for the rest of this week. <laughs> You're the one that brought up Debbie Harry and and her hairy vagina. I'll be sitting around trying to watch porn and, nope, still not working. Debbie (laughs) Harry. Happy trail on her back. (laughs) Just uh, just don't watch any hairy porn. Just make sure they're all... I generally don't. Just make sure they're all clean shaved. Back to the movie. (laughs) Uh, one, One thing I wanted to mention where they're... Uh, going door to door. Oh, he the one guy shows up with a box of candy. And the lady's like, oh, it's for me. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, because this is what happens. Like, I guess it could be one of those telegram things where somebody's dressed yeah, up. Yeah, but you generally don't get a telegram from a demonic clown unless it's that one stalker clown we heard about. Yeah. <laughs> like, birthday stalker clown will stalk your child and leave him threatening <laughs> messages and letters up to his birthday when he makes an attempt on his life. <laughs> 
Well, well, that, well, that you know, like, yeah, you don't normally get like uh, candy grams from clowns like that. Well, especially not at like midnight. Usually, that kind of type of thing happens, like you know, during the day, you know, afternoon, not at midnight. You know, who? Why are all these people up this late? For uh, you know what I mean, just like accepting candy grams. <laughs> you know, you're like you know. It's a college town, Corey. It's a clown college town. <laughs> Nobody's asleep at midnight. <laughs> that lady was an older woman. That's why I say the thing about sleeping. All the kids, whatever, they could be up late, whatever. You know, I'm up late all the time too. Maybe Granny still likes to get down. Down with the. I support that. Down with the clown. Yep. <laughs> down with the clown. Down on the clown. Take her teeth out. Give the clown a good time. Yeah, she comes back up with a whole face full of white paint. <laughs> And some green fuzz. <laughs> I like to imagine they have green pubes. <laughs> well, I guess only the ones with green hair. There were ones with red hair, too, and pink hair, and what have you. But anytime these clowns try to trick anybody, it's, like, so stupid. Like, with the puppet show. Okay, the one clown's doing shadow puppets. Which was actually kind of a cool, like, death scene, I guess. But it was so... Until like, it turned into a Tyrannosaurus and just ate everybody. Yeah. Well, they all just stand there. Oh, oh look! Yeah, oh. all these people who are waiting for the bus. At, oh wow! All these old people who are waiting, waiting for, for the, the bus, bus at midnight because <laughs> this movie takes place way late at night. So they're all waiting for the bus. They turn around. Oh, a clown's just doing See? massive giant shadow puppets on the side of a wall. Oh, we this happens all the time in our well, town. See, this, this is acceptable. This is realistic because the old people are out drinking, but they're still turning in a little bit earlier because they can't party quite as hard, but they still like to party. So that's why Granny. Gumjob was waiting for her candy gram. All right, all right, you got me there. But still, like they act like that. Kind of, a lot of them act like this kind of stuff just happens in this town all the time. Like, like oh okay. Like even when the one clown's ramsacking the pharmacy, he's like before he starts like he starts ramsacking it, and the guy's like, "Excuse me, excuse me, well, I excuse lo- me, sir." I just love how the clowns like you know they get a whole gang of them in there, and all of them leave but one. And after like half an hour of this, does the one clown finally go and kill the guy? Yeah, he's like stacking up products on the counter as if he's gonna buy it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Does he have any money? Maybe he was just setting shit down so he could cotton candy gun the guy. He could have just walked in and cotton candied the guy. He didn't have to go through the store and pick Maybe out Maybe he wanted things. to leave him alive in case he had some questions first. <laughs> Excuse me, where's the laxative aisle? Thank you. <laughs> Literally, he was, he was stacking up on, like, all kinds of pharmaceutical now, items. Do, do you have hats. tampons that you can roll yourself? <laughs> Thank you. And he's, like, had hats. For some reason, like, he was wearing hats. Like, like, this is so stupid. This movie, this is just so, it's just, this movie is really just so dumb. It is, uh, I can't, I can't think of one of the other deaths. Oh, when they, I I actually kind of liked when they turned Mooney into a puppet. Into, like, a ventriloquist doll. Yeah, yeah, that was creepy. I I thought that was kind of creepy. It also reminded me of the movie Dead Silence from, I don't know, seven years ago, something like that. Yeah, something like that. I remember it with the dummies. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. But but he didn't look that scary. He just looked like a Raggedy Ann doll, kind of, like, with rosy cheeks. Yeah, or but then, you know, it, he, they'd only just killed him. How dead could he look at that point? <laughs> and that, like, the thing for me was, like, when he pulls his bloody hand out of his back, like, oh, that was inside him and violating him even after he was <laughs> dead. That's actually kind of And then the one guy, Dave, comes back to the office before he sees that Mooney's the, the puppet, and there's just, like, clown footprints everywhere. You'd think you'd just run. Instead, <laughs> yeah. he follows them as if they're actual footprints. 
Like, I thought, I was like, just when I thought this guy was the smartest person in town, oh, there he goes. Well, he probably just realized he had to fight these things eventually, and like, well, let's get it over with, and he does, he kills one on his first try. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, first try, he shoots him in the nose, just so it was, what if you would have shot him anywhere else, what would have happened? I don't know. He was prop. see... Small town cop, he's probably not used to shooting people. He went for the body shots first. They didn't do anything. I think he was going for a headshot and just missed because the nose was so big it was right mm-hmm. there. And, oh, well, this works. Uh, I have a quick question. When that clown put the crazy straw into that guy, how did we... That was supposed to be the mayor? I don't know who it was. I guess... That's, that's what it says online. Oh. Because I wanted to find that out because I made such a big deal about it when it happened. They never said who it was. They weren't sure. He just went and knocked on one like, oh, not ripe yet. Oh, I'll do this one. And they never found out. And when he was. did it, they were like, <gasps> like, so I guess he's going to eat us all like this. Yeah. And they made like a deal about it. And then it says here, it, he inserts a crazy straw into the mayor of Crescent Cove. Maybe they revealed that in the commentary that they that was a deleted scene, <laughs> deleted plot point. Yeah. That was the mayor. <laughs> he was the biggest. Now that everybody idiot else is dead and we're the only five survivors, I guess Dave is mayor by default. <laughs> mayor, police chief, fire chief, head paramedic, <laughs> local plumber, house well, painter. Before Dave, Mike, Debbie, and the Terenzi brothers go into the Terenzi. clowns, or Terenzi. They go before they go into the clown like swinger pad. They he calls for backup, and this backup literally doesn't show up till like the end, till like twenty minutes later. Oh no, not yeah, not till they go all the way out to where the new site of the the big top hideout is. And how did the, all this backup know to even go there unless they got to the town? Yeah. found out they were all dead and just decided, well, we better go to the next town and make sure they all don't end well, up dead. Yeah. You know, okay. Well, how did they know where the though they fly? Then they follow the clowns, or no? Did they even follow them? Nope. How did they know that the, that the new tent was in the abandoned amusement park? Hollywood magic, Corey. <laughs> like the police, it doesn't need to make sense. Like it's the police, in too. Oh, everyone's dead here. I guess we gotta go to that abandoned amusement park. Somebody <laughs> said something about clowns. <laughs> and there just so happened to be a giant space inside the amusement park, perfectly fitting for that tent to fit in. Maybe that's where they've always been going. They consistently keep clearing out the town of Crescent Gove. <laughs> and they have one guy there, Dave, quote-unquote Dave, who is really a clown in disguise that keeps bringing more people into the town. And there then saving the day. They're going green, see? There you go. Renewable, renewable harvesting of resources. Uh, see, and we all thought they were dumb. Good job, clowns. Good job. I didn't think the clowns were that Eldor dumb. Eldor applauds you. I didn't think the clowns were that dumb. <laughs> Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. I lied. Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> this is how I chase my victims. Burr, burr, burr. They're so lazy, they couldn't barge and they just had to go door to door. No. Yeah, we'll just knock and if nobody answers, NBD. The only sucks. one that made sense to me, honestly, was when they were at the burger place and then he was trying to trick that little girl. Yeah. Because it then, made sense. Like, oh, it's a clown themed place. Yeah, a exactly. clown's outside here. Oh, this And he's waiting with like this innocent looking plastic mallet to like knock her out with i guess 
<laughs> so just like, yeah, crack this little girl in the head. And then the mom catches the little girl trying to go out the exit. And, oh, no, Missy, you get back here. Pays no attention to the demonic clown pedo going, <laughs> standing there going like, like giving her the come here finger. Just like, oh, you come here and finish your dinner, little Missy. He wanted her to come all right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, honey, you always come when a clown fingers you? <laughs> oh, I'm going out. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We all are. Uh, um, so, you're talking about the perverted clown. There's also perverted popcorn. Yeah. Because there's that popcorn creeping around the room uh, when Debbie's going to take a shower, which we get no nudity shots in this movie. There was brief nudity when that girl was going to get the pizza. Her top was see-through. Oh, right. But that was about it. Not that we like need nudity in the movie, but you'd think a cheesy horror movie like this yeah, would have some exactly. sort of nudity in it. But uh, Troll didn't have any nudity in it, though. Troll 2. Troll 2. Sorry. 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 You know. I haven't the- seen Troll 1. I can't comedy- <laughs> comment on the nudity situation in that movie. <laughs> well, you know what? There's tons of it. Tons oh and God. tons of naked trolls. Great. Now I'm going to go home and watch this movie and be despondent because I still can't get hard because of you. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to be able to get hard. You're going to be thinking of Debbie Harry the whole time because <laughs> the trolls are hairy and they got the same situation going on. Yeah. Yeah. Same situation. She has troll hairs. <laughs> Fucking Nilbog. <laughs> well, uh, okay, so when they're on the thing at the end, and they're running through this whole place. That's when we go. That's when they stumble upon the the clown sluts who are in the ball pit. Yeah, they're telling the dipshit Terenzi brothers, "Don't touch anything." After they're fucking around with buttons that could have gotten them all caught and killed, then they open a door and they trigger a trap door behind them that they fall down <laughs> into the ball pit. I just love how where'd they go? Oh, those guys. They just take off. I just love how whatever. anytime they're in this tent, their spaceship or whatever, they know the codes to open the doors. Yeah. Like Mike in the beginning goes, beep, boop, beep, beep, boop. And like, okay, how did you know that pattern? How did you know that pattern would open that door? And they do it throughout the rest of the movie. Anytime they're in there, they just so happen to know the pattern to every single door. And the one time, there's three doors. How did he know that to pick the one on the left? Lucky, I guess? He like looked at them all and was like, like, yeah, this is the one we went in before. No, the one in where you went in before was only a place with a single door. Maybe he was a clown spy instead. Instead of Dave? That's why he acted all dumb. This is a cotton candy factory. <laughs> Mike Tobacco, that's a believable human name. <laughs> Damn, you're right. I think we're <laughs> onto something. We need to email the uh, the Kyoto brothers and see if this is going to be a plot point of uh, the second movie. We can only hope. I need to see this now, the second movie. As long as, as long as that's a plot point that Mike Tobacco was really a secret clown. Uh, the ending of the movie, I think, is very uh, disappointing. Yeah. I feel... They're surrounded by this horde of clowns. Why isn't Dave shooting them all? Yeah, he knows what to do. Does he only have one bullet left or something? No, he had six bullets. He only had a revolver. And he ends up using all six of them on the giant clown, the clownzilla or whatever. <laughs> but, you know, you, 
knowing what was going on, you can't tell me he wouldn't have grabbed all the ammo he could at the station yeah. and gone out with it. Yeah, and because he could like, even he, if you got to stop and reload, okay, I could still take out a few clowns. And, and I don't know if Debbie's got like the golden snatch or something like that, but the clowns love were obsessed with her. And then when they go to save her, when they go after her because she's captured, they only save her. Mm-hmm. Like fuck all these other people that are you know in balloons and stuff or cotton candy things because some of the cotton candy people are dead I guess yeah because they're bloody but there were people in some of those balloons because even Dave yells what about everybody else and then two clowns shows up and he goes fuck this I yep. can't shoot these guys runs off yep and then uh, when they're surrounded the Terenzi brothers drive in and this is another sh- how did they drive in with <laughs> yeah. their truck they left all the way out. On the outskirts of, like, the docks where the circus is. In a matter of five minutes. After having sex with the two clown bitches. Okay, so here's how they did They did one and done. One pump, done on the clown bitches. Then they fucking sprinted back out to get in their truck. And <laughs> Knew where they were exactly in the thing. Which yep. I don't even know how they crashed through the side of the... Uh, thing because when the old man punched it earlier because he was so angry at the tent for stealing his dog or whatever he punches the side of it <laughs> and then he thinks oh I can't punch through I'm going to try to tear through this tent you know what God loves plot holes <laughs> so they drive through the side of this thing and they trick all the clowns by speaking through their speaker box at the top of their uh, ice cream truck that's a giant clown we are the clown god obey us yeah, and this tricks the clowns. So, at that point, I had wrote down, like, oh, just when I thought the clowns were smarter than all the people <laughs> in Crescent Cove, I was dead wrong. They believe this giant metal clown that just crashed through here and they've never seen before. Apparently, they believe in some sort of clown god and they have a clown religion, and this is exactly what he looks like in their eyes. But really, they're just, I guess maybe they were just acting dumb because they knew Clownzilla was going to come from the ceiling yeah. off his marionette strings. Yeah. <laughs> that was probably the coolest part of the whole movie. Yeah. It was very underused. <clears throat> I, exactly. They should have had that thing come out and terrorize the whole town, like yeah. you know, taking up the buildings and shit like that. <laughs> but instead, it just drops down at the end and uh, kills the Terenzi brothers. Well, you assume. Seemingly. Well, I love all the shitty car crashes throughout this entire movie. Like, they obviously didn't have the budget to do real ones. So they just put in breaking and crashing sound effects, and they're obviously breaking so close, and we just just nick the mailbox and knock it over, (laughs) and just nick somebody else's bumper and go. (laughs) Like, we were in such a wreck. Yeah, when the clown's chasing the one guy on the motorcycle, which, by the way, is a really shitty, like. (laughs) <laughs> poorly done CG ty- early oh, CG yeah. type of scene with green screen it's so poorly done that cl- that car just drives over the end doesn't really blow up it just lights on fire yeah <laughs> you just assume the guy's dead because the car's kind of lit on fire and then well see the Terenzi brothers man that guy probably did too <laughs> so much for the clowns being smart yeah then we need him for food so shouldn't I have captured him instead of killed him and burned him so we couldn't eat him maybe to capture him we just didn't war, see war, that war, off war. screen so, the Terenzi brothers, instead of running off with Dave, Debbie, and Mike, they decide to stay inside their truck, and this is the reason they're going to risk their lives and die, possibly die, 
Because they rented the truck. It's a rental, man. No. <laughs> it's a rental. And then in the back, like, oh, we just got in the freezer where all the ice cream was. Yeah, we love ice cream. So the whole nuke the fridge thing from Indiana Jones' Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, about how he, like, gets in the refrigerator and survives the nuclear blast. Fact. Was what happened before even this? He didn't. They didn't survive a nuclear blast, but they survived a whole entire truck exploding and uh, being completely demolished by Clownzilla and the big top spaceship they were in blowing up into fireworks. Yeah, because Dave is captured by Clownzilla because he stays behind so Mike and Debbie can get out. So he sacrifices himself, shoots the clown, or pokes the clown in the nose with his badge, because he all of a sudden just now remembers that you can do this. Because he, <laughs> he even has a look on his face like, oh, I remember. Like, you just did it like ten minutes ago. Come on, guy. So then... He was having, like, perfect sniper fire on those clowns. One shot, yeah. one kill. Like, why wasn't he doing that so yeah. much more? So he pokes the Clownzilla in the nose, which I guess the Clownzilla is the life force of this entire <laughs> this entire ship because he pokes a clown in the nose and the whole ship blows up and turns into fireworks as all the other backup police arrive and have no questions about anything. They all just pull out their guns when a clown car comes down the road. Yeah, then there's the one creepy, frumpy chick that they just cut to who does nothing except stare like, a couple times. <laughs> so yeah, the clown, this clown car shows up at the end, and Dave is alive somehow. Falls out in the clown car with the Terenzi brothers. How, I don't understand how all three of them are alive. If everything else blew up, why didn't their clown car blow up? And why didn't their freezer? Okay, they gave an explanation to why they were alive. Dave, no explanation. That's why he's the clown spy. <laughs> Maybe he got possessed by one on the way out. <laughs> I can I can only imagine because I I I just and then the movie just ends though. The, what do they What does he say at the very end? Oh shit! What does they're he say? like? Oh, they like didn't leave us with much or something like that, and then cake falls on them. Oh yeah, these these are probably the pies, the acid pies that yeah. they hit the security guard with and melted him to death with. <laughs> I love how they stick their fingers in it afterwards and they see that there is human bone sticking out of it and somehow it doesn't burn them at all. But then the, these acid pies fall on them again and they're completely unharmed except to get pies in the face at the end. Uh, yeah. Derpy, derpy, the, derpy. Yeah, and then it just goes... <laughs> like, this is how the movie ends? There's no repercussions to this whole town being completely like, wiped out? There's like nobody left. They were sucking them all up with their giant vacuum at the end. Why couldn't this have happened to Honey Boo Boo's town? <laughs> it will soon. Soon enough. <laughs> but it won't, won't be cotton candy. It'll just be a guy with a sniper rifle. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm Corey, and I like to take things down the dirt path. <laughs> I'm joking. On the, <laughs> on the wiki page, it says that Christopher Titus was in this movie. What? It's played Bob McReed. Who's Who was McReed? Bob McReed. I don't know. The guy with the Jeep. Remember, they're like, it's McReed's Jeep. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know who he was, but he's credited in this movie. Uh, two other interesting things about this movie. An audio sample from the movie is used in the song The Staleness by the hip-hop group The Insane Clown Posse. 
Audio sample is also used in the song Whoop De Goddamn Da Do by the Frankenstein Drag Queens from Planet 13. We all know them, and they're so good. Well, speaking of Frankenstein Drag Queens, I also recommend our listeners check out Frankenhooker, which does not seem to be available for streaming, but it's still very much worth seeing. I wonder if we can find that on um, YouTube in parts or something. Maybe. I don't know. I've, you know what, Frankenhooker? There's I, a lot of nudity I feel in like it, they got re-released in DVD not long ago. Yeah, I think it did, but... I remember seeing it and being like, Frank With, with all the tits the in that movie, though, they, they couldn't have that on YouTube. <laughs> well, yeah, there's not a whole lot of um, stuff like that on YouTube. Though, I, I don't know, there's some slasher flicks on YouTube, which I feel like have boobs in them, like... Yeah, but those are usually, like, camp pay accounts like or something like that. Like, you gotta pay to download this, and then you gotta sign in for it, and... So. I recently found out that Mario Brothers is in full on YouTube. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's by a paid account. I think it's just somebody has it, and then whoever owns the rights to it just doesn't give a shit because the movie's so bad. <laughs> so, you know, whatever. Uh, yes, so that was Killer Clowns from Outer Space and how uh, insane the movie really is. It's really not all that great. Uh, not a lot of these movies will be. I remember it being a lot better and a lot funnier than it actually was. Of course, th- as, as a kid. <laughs> I think a lot of people get that way because a lot of people, when you mention Killer Clowns from Outer Space, they're like, oh, yeah, blah, you know, it's like a, kind of a big thing. And it is ridiculous and there are a lot of goofy parts and some of the puppet work I think is kind of cool in it at times uh, with the heads popping out of that toilet in the pantry that... Uh, part was pretty cool, but other than that, it's you know it is what it is. I can't believe it has a seventy-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty ridiculous. Just because of its cult status, I guess I can't see any other uh, reason why. But these clown masks, you can definitely find it like any spirit oh, yeah. Halloween place or whatever. These these like almost identical ones. So they've had so many action figures made off of this movie now too. Actually. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I've seen them all over the place. Well, next week, uh, our show will drop on Halloween. So, since we've been doing some horror movies and they haven't been very much horror-esque, we figured we would do, uh, you know, a Halloween episode. So, for Halloween, we will do... Leprechaun 4. Leprechaun 4 in space. I wish those were for streaming. Oh, I wish. No, the movie we've actually chosen is the movie that essentially killed the Halloween franchise before they decided to reboot it years later. It is the 2002 sequel, Halloween Resurrection. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know what number this is in the in the series. It would have been 8. It would have been 8. Although, Michael Myers wasn't in 3, so... Yeah. Uh, we were, we discussed doing Season of the Witch, but I feel that uh, while I couldn't really kind of find a copy of that anywhere, I mean, we could have bought it, but I don't know if that's really a movie we want to want to spend money on buying. No, probably uh, I couldn't not. find it on YouTube, but I also know that Halloween Resurrection is awful. Uh, Buster Rhymes is in it and takes on Michael Myers at some point in the movie. <laughs> so I cannot wait to tell. Uh, they, 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 all I know with this movie, I've never seen it in full. All I know with this movie is that they tried to bank on the whole reality show thing. There's yeah. a reality show aspect to this movie, and they tried to jump on that before like the paranormal movies and all that other stuff kind of yeah, took the like cake on that one. They decide to bring a film crew into Michael Myers' old house when it just happens to be the night that he... Kills Jamie Lee Curtis and then comes back there for whatever reason. Come back to my empty house to brood, I guess. <laughs> oh, there's more people to kill. So have you right. have you seen this movie in full? No, I just know the plot. Yeah, I've, I I don't. I've never seen it in full either, so it'll be new to both of us. I just know that I'm going to be ready 
to trick-or-treat motherfucker. <laughs> I do know that that is a line in the movie. So, Oh, Buster. Prepare for Buster Rhymes fighting Michael Myers. And uh, so that'll be a legit horror movie for Halloween, and it's fitting that it is Halloween Resurrection. Even though it didn't resurrect anything, <laughs> if anything, it buried the series until they rebooted it. Oh, irony is pretty ironic. Which sometimes. actually I heard they're going to do another... Reboot, but not origin, just Michael Myers, because Rob Zombie wants nothing to do with the movies now. Hmm. They're uh, Halloween 3D, is what I've heard. I know there's a Texas Chainsaw 3D coming out soon, too, in January, I believe. In January, perfect time for scary Another horror movie comes out in January, too, I just saw, and it looked pretty sweet. I was like, oh, I was like, what a weird... They always do that for some reason, horror movies in January. But yeah, next week. So it is available for streaming. Uh, so go on Netflix and watch Halloween Resurrection. I'm sure it's available in parts on YouTube. It's a pretty shit test. Or if you own it, there's a lot of people that are obsessed with the Halloween franchise and own every single movie. I feel sorry for them because those movies are pretty boring. Uh, I can sit through all the Freddies. I can sit through most of the Jasons and still be entertained. A lot of the Halloween movies pretty boring in my eyes. Uh, especially when... They, uh, I know Paul Rudd is even in one before he was kind of anybody. Huh. He's uh, one of the people being chased or something in one of them. Huh. I don't know what relation he has to Michael Myers in it. Because usually there's always somebody related to Michael Myers. Yeah, but he usually ends up having to kill all the people that have nothing to do with yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, this was the sequel to H2O, which was a, a big deal. I remember when that came out, everybody was like shitting their pants over it. Yeah, and then it was... I, I just feel like they didn't let... Um, didn't let Kevin Williamson go, like, full scary on it, like, like keep it toned down, and, like, seeing what he did on Scream and then seeing what he did in that movie, I just feel like the studio had to have fucked with him Well, in yeah, some it's way. okay. They had a little cool Jay. <laughs> they had, that's why Buster Rhymes is in this one. They had to keep with the rappers. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, we all know LL Cool J went on to do Deep Blue Sea with his amazing song, that was in that movie. So if you've never heard that song, I highly recommend checking that out. Well, you know, we're, gonna, hilarious. we're due to have Ice Cube or Cisco in Halloween 3D then. <laughs> Cisco? Yes. Silver hair still? Yes. Oh, well, then that's acceptable. If you didn't have the silver hair, I wouldn't be seeing that <laughs> shit. So, yes, uh, check us out on uh, iTunes, uh, B-Movie Breakdown, our website, bnbpodcast.com. Twitter, BNB Podcast. Facebook is all BNB Podcast. Everything is BNB Podcast. Uh, leave us your thoughts on Killer Clowns Modern Space. I'm sure there's more people that have seen this than Troll 2, surprisingly. Uh, or if you have thoughts on our next movie next week, we will read your review. Or um, if you have any suggestions, let us know and we will um, take them into consideration for sure. So, for B Movie Breakdown, I'm Corey. I'm DRC. See you next time. Movie breakdown at the best of the world.